Hey everyone, Glenn here with the Life After High School podcast. Remember, you can download full episodes by typing in Life After High School on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you download your podcast from. On today's episode, the part two of how to achieve your goals through strength and conditioning, Pat dives into the details of what it's like to train strength and conditioning at a young age, when is the ideal age to begin training for your specific sport, and shares a bunch of really funny stories about when he was living in Ireland and traveling Europe for school. Stay tuned in the end of the episode for a special reveal. Cue intro. It's the Life After High School Podcast. This much weight? Yeah. It's like five or like 15 or 50? 50. No. 15? 50, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, all right. So switching gears a bit, what is, do you have any like just funny experiences from the gym or from your like training experiences? So I know where you go with this. I think. Oh man. Yeah. Well, the one that I told you there with that, uh, yeah, I think ever I've like retold this story like twice. Oh, dude, I, I fucking can't. it literally kills you, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I had this client come. I'm not gonna say names because yeah, no, but no. so uh, I had this client and she was uh, she was just like on her accountability. So we offer a package where it's uh, you have one session with the with the with the strength yeah. conditioning coach, and then you know two of your sessions are on your own, or you can come into the gym and work out as much as you like. Yeah. Um, and so we have an app that we use for our programming so that the clients can like see team builder team builder yeah so uh i think like sponsors so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right but uh so yeah so they can see their workouts <laughs> send them a dm yeah so you can see their workouts for the day right so i got this this client and she uh she was doing like a three by 12 or something and the last set was a it was uh amap amap so amap and she goes uh what does that actually stand for? As many reps as possible, right? As many reps as it's possible. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay. Pretty straightforward. And uh, she fucking comes over to me and she's like, she's like, wow, what does AMAP stand for? And uh, I was like, it's as many reps as possible. And she goes, she's like, oh, she's like, I thought it was as many reps as you preferred. And I just kind of look at her and I was like, why in the hell would that be? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, and there's other people in the gym and they just started fucking dying laughing. And she's like, oh, I only did like two reps. That's all I wanted to do. I was like, okay, so I just had you do it in three sets of 12. Why the fuck would you do two? Like, and I, I, she was new to the gym and so I found it like 12, just, 12, 12, 2. 2, yeah, I just wanted to do it too. So, uh, me. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, she was new to the gym though and I was like, yeah. you know what, like, we gotta get chopped up about it. It's cool. Um, I'm trying to think though, like any other funny experience. I think actually, uh, Corey making that, that young guy throw up the other day was pretty funny, man. Like, he told me, I wish I was there. Well, I've been training this kid. Wait, is it? Yeah, I trained his like I trained his mom and his dad, right. and this kid too. Uh, he's a great kid, man. Like he's getting into kickboxing and stuff. Oh, and nice. He's like 15, but uh, just seeing him because I had a busy, busy morning that day. So Corey was like finishing off on the road or whatever he's doing and then he's like I'm gonna motivate this kid because you know each other and they're just nice. fucking yelling at him and I'm standing in the in the in the corner just like watching out the corner of my eye just making sure I was like yeah and I'm like Corey don't push him too much man like he's you know we're just just yeah. starting this new training block right and uh you just fucking see him run outside just yakking everywhere and his mom's working out and his dad's working out at the same time and they're like what the fuck's going on man like and I was just like oh, fuck, Corey, man. <laughs> he's like laughing and shit so so 
with that then, if you use, you said 15? Yeah, you said 15. So yeah. what do you think is the ideal or preferred age to uh, get in the strength and uh, conditioning training? Um, so there's a lot of different, like there's a lot of uh, controversy on that, on that topic. Um, I actually did a paper on it back in college on um, Olympic weightlifting for young adolescents and it was uh, just looking at like an appropriate age and I think... like you I still have that paper? Uh, I have it on my laptop, yeah. I'll show you, yeah. Can you email it? Yeah, for sure, man. If you don't mind, <laughs> yeah, I for sure. put it out there, I'll just... I want to read it. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so they kind of look more at like Olympic weightlifting, but it's still, the principle still apply. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I have a client, she's 12. And oh yeah, yeah you know yeah. yeah. So she was in the gym the other day. Yeah, she's twelve years old, man. And uh, <laughs> actually, bring that. That's a great point. So I work with uh, Dance Evolution too. Yeah. And so once a week, I go to their studio and I do strength and conditioning with them. And then Troy takes. So the girls, the girls and guys that I work with are nine to fourteen. Okay. Young. And yes, yeah, young men. Um, and the ones that Troy work with, I believe they're like fourteen. He's got the older half. Yeah, it's like 15 to 19. Um, excuse me, man. So, um, yeah, so these girls are like 9 to 12 or 9 to 14. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of the stuff that I do with them is like injury prevention, mm -hmm. right? And they're, they're dancers, right? So they're, they're athletes, man. Like a lot of people yeah, don't understand that. Um, but like the amount of stress, like they, they have their, their routines are like five minutes long, man. You try dancing for five hours, or for five minutes, man, straight. It's just hard, man. Sober. Sober, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They actually want me to do a class. I was like, yeah, we'll see. Like, yeah. I was like, nobody has their phones like on like, them. No one's filming this. I'll do the class. All phones but, on airplane mode. Yeah. Turn them off. None of your mom's going to record nothing. So. <laughs> Shut up the security camera. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, going back to your question. Yeah, so like. I think there's a lot of controversy with like uh, kids. Are they going to benefit with, the, with right. working out before they hit puberty, right? And <laughs> a lot of it is building up the their kinesthetic awareness in, in order for them to uh, move efficiently. Okay. Which in turn is going to help them in their sport. Right. Um, but it's going to set them up later on down the road. So like I'm doing movements with these these nine year old kids that full grown adults can't do because they've never took the time to. Because they're too jacked up, their mobility's shit, mm -hmm. whatever. These kids in like the last like three months progress like substantially, right? Like they're moving so much better. So that when they do, if they want to get in the weight room and they're 16 or whatever, dude, they're gonna be so much ahead of other people. And that's one thing I wish I would have realized. Because I thought I knew what I was doing when I was 14, right. going to the gym, just going and getting a pump. And I got so many imbalances. Like you and I talked about yeah. that. I was like, I'm literally just tweaking. It was one of those first conversations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm tweaking every little thing now. Like you, you move like ten times better than you used to, man. Yeah. Um, but just building a foundation in order to success or to set you up better down the road. Right. And obviously, I'm not going to be having you know nine year old girls doing heavy back squats and shit. Obviously, like that doesn't make sense. So. But I'm. I'm teaching them kinesthetic awareness, uh, seeing how their body moves in, in space, and you know, building a foundation for uh, strength and stability in the areas that they need mm -hmm. to, which is going to prevent them from getting injured, or at least, you know, ideally, yeah. uh, they're going to be at a light or a less risk of getting, getting injured, right? Mm -hmm. So I think uh, to answer your question, like, it depends, man. It really does depend. I think if you have the guidance of a proper strength conditioning coach or a person who knows what they're doing. Like, fuck, I had my little cousin working out, he's like eight years old, you know what I mean? But I'm not doing movements that you and I would do, right? Right. Like, you're, you're 23, you're a full-grown man, like, it's, it's different, right? So, 
but I think setting up that foundation early, mm -hmm. and then going back to what you said, like in the states, like they're starting them young, man. Yeah. That like those fucking guys are crazy athletes, man, because they started doing the necessary steps in the beginning. They right, were the necessary steps. Exactly. Yeah. Like moving properly, building coordination, stability, mm -hmm. um, being mobile in the right areas, allowing them to move efficiently with the guidance of a professional, and then uh, setting up better down the road. Right. So yeah. So that it really does depend. I think like like I said, I got nine year old mm -hmm. girls. Dancers training, so right, and that's also you mentioned it a couple times, but to touch on it, that's why also I I've told you I've deadlifted a certain amount, but yeah. when we first started deadlifting, <laughs> I was moving just more than what like maybe one thirty five is what we'd start out with. Yeah. We never went too heavy to, in the beginning, yeah, because sure. there was a lot of imbalances. Yeah, absolutely. In my deadlift form, yeah, I was like, oh, I can pull that weight. And you're like, what have you a deadlift for? I was like, properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably the bar, but yeah. yeah, it's trying to find, right, it's setting that, use like a Will Smith quote, it's like, don't think of building the biggest wall, think of laying brick, right, perfect right. brick yeah. perfectly, yeah. and then, same thing, right? Exactly, man. Like, do step one perfectly, and then worry about step ten. Exactly. Right? Like, then, you gotta build towards it, and I think, and I appreciated that in the beginning, and that's where I feel, I don't know how my approach was towards it. I think looking back on it, I was like, it was okay. I was like, I'm not gonna get frustrated. Like I understood, yeah. luckily, I think if I didn't understand, I'd be a little like more hesitant towards the mm -hmm. approach, but the way you word it too uh, with like, we'll check your technique, make sure it's good. And then you have a lot of like, you don't just say we're gonna do this. It's you say this, 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 this will help you get better this like yep. here. Mm -hmm. And that's like why what I really appreciate, that's just for me, I yep. and I really appreciate that, so mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, that I think is the reason why I, like, chose you, yeah, yeah. specifically. Yeah, no, yes. I like the reasoning behind it, and I find there's a lot more of that with you than the others. Mm -hmm. They're all, they all have their own things that I like and I enjoy, yeah. but the way, I just understand the way you communicate. Yeah. That's, that's it, yeah. that's really it. I just understand the way you communicate, yeah. a lot more clear, I don't have to like ask a follow-up question. Right. Like, just like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah. To me exactly, exactly, yeah. Right. It's a, and I think it is the age thing. I think it's like, okay, I understand your level of communication yeah. and mine. Yeah. And it makes it a lot easier to understand and comprehend what you're saying and how you're delivering it without having to think a bit more. And because I'm not that experienced in weightlifting or strength and conditioning, mm -hmm. right? So how do you get those arms? Oh, we're man. trying. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying to be asleep like you do. But <laughs> soon enough, but yeah, so that I really appreciate was New Year's resolutions coming up. Yeah. Right? Everyone wants to lose weight, get build muscle, yeah. get in shape, metal. It's December. It's going to be January. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> I look forward to those progress days. Right. Um, and so how would you go about helping somebody who comes in January, if you're close, the first January 2nd mm -hmm. and goes, Pat, this is my first day. I want to get in shape. Where do we go from here? So, um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different approaches that we can take. Um, I think with, it obviously depends on what their goal, so their performance goal, because that's the one thing with Inspire, we are really big on performance. Um, Mitch from the get-go, you know, told me, he's like, we want to focus on, we're a performance institute, like we're trying to build better athletes. Um, a lot of our clients aren't athletes though, like I said. 
um, which is fine. But we're still focusing on performance, and that's like performance, like even throughout the day. It's like right. your back's not gonna hurt if you're working out in the yard all day. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. you're tight in the wrong areas. Like we try to fix that, and um, so definitely I, I I'll see you know what their goal is, um, and then I kind of like to lay out like every time I get a new client, I kind of like to lay out or explain how the layout of the next few months is gonna be. Right. Ideal if they stay for the next few months. Um, Thankfully, we have a lot of success with people signing up and staying. Yes. So I think the quality of service that we offer is mm -hmm. really good. Oh, for sure. Um, so I think a lot of people, like you said, they have trust in us and they they, they see the progress happening on a monthly basis or mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. So, But um, I like to structure it out how to explain to them how it's going to look like for the next few months. Tell them, like it is all individualized, so like mm -hmm. show them that um, this is where you're lacking this is an area that we have to improve yeah. upon, right? <coughs> and um, we're gonna focus on fixing that in order for us to go into that next phase. Like I had a client come in and she uh, she actually just got uh, stem cells injected into her clavicle. Oh, wow. And she'd always had pain anytime she did any like horizontal pushing or vertical pushing. So I said, okay, well this is how we're gonna structure for the next two months. You're gonna do what's called an anatomical adaptation. So it's your body's gonna get prime understanding that it's going to start working out, yeah. we're going to move efficiently, and then I'm going to get you into that phase where we can focus on something else later. But for the next two months, this is what we're going to do. Or like, you know, Tracy, right? Yeah. So I've been working with Tracy for like, fuck. Fuck, I love Tracy. Oh, dude, she's so funny. Yeah. She's awesome, man. Um, I've been working with her for like six months now, and she got uh, complete uh, shoulder surgery, and she couldn't move her, pa her arm past like here. So in like six months, I got her fully overhead. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And like, Fair. Um, and for I'm like Tracy for the next three months I'm telling you right now we're going to do a lot of fucking correctives like it's going to be boring as shit you're not going to feel like you're really getting a workout like your heart rate's not going to be through the roof but I was like trust me you're going to be able to get your arm overhead mm -hmm. in, three weeks, in three months or whatever and I think she got it over in like two unreal so like going back to your question so I, I explained it to him this is how it's going to be structured out it's going to be laid out um, and then from there um kind of adjust, you know, based off their goals. Like if they're like, okay, I want to perform better at my sport, like you did, like I want to get better for jits. We did a few, we did a little strength block and then I'm going to put you into a power block right now and get you a little bit more explosive. And then mm -hmm. we'll, uh, we'll switch the focus every now and then. But uh, for the most part, whatever their goal is, I'm going to like, I'm going to help you achieve it, but you have to understand that I'm setting you up, you have to execute the work. Like mm -hmm. you come in, you do what I tell you to do and you're going to see results. So. Right. Yeah, that's how Nice. So, with that, what, and we'll get some more like personal and broad questions. Yeah. So, what inspires you? Just keep throwing that in yeah. What inspires you, Pat? Uh, you get up every morning and kick ass, take names. Kick ass, take names. Uh, like I said, man, like I think, um, in the beginning, like when we talked about, like at the beginning of this, yeah. what I was saying, um, how people were paying for my service, what I had to offer, like the years that I educated myself in strength and conditioning. Yeah. But I, I never thought that it's like, okay, like these people are gonna pay that $30, $40 for that session. Like what I learned, like the, the knowledge that I accumulated in the last couple of years is worth $40. I mean, it should, should have more confidence in me, but you know what I mean? Like I was like, fuck, I never, and I think, but that being said, it's like, you're not paying for that that session, that forty dollars in time for that hour. You're paying for the the four or five years that I studied all this shit, right? 
and with Troy paying for the 20 years of experience that he has working with professional athletes, yeah. the fact that he knows uh, and that I know and Mitch knows um, what it takes based off your goal, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it inspires me to be able to offer something where not a lot of people, or the right way to do it, because man, like a lot of people can get in shape on their own, man. Yeah. Like, if you just want to look great, lose mm -hmm. weight, it's not that it's easy to do, mm -hmm. but if you're consistent over time, you're consistent with your habits, yeah. You're gonna see changes, right? Unless you're running some bullshit program, but majority of the time it's gonna work. Those out there. Sure. There's some bullshit programs, but I think what inspires me is that to be able to show that there's a way more optimal way to mm -hmm. do something, and being able to offer that. Because like, man, sometimes like I get up at four thirty in the morning every day to go to work. Yeah. It's like some days I'm like, man, I'm tired of shit. But it's like when I get into work and I have like a client at five thirty, she's like, I haven't had back pain in like three months now, or like my back's been feeling so good. Like I had a few clients, we get a lot of clients coming in like really jacked up with like backs and stuff just yeah. from their jobs that they work. And uh, for me, they're like, man, I, I don't have any pain anymore. I'm able to play with my kids or whatever. Maybe it's like, dude, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. And it's like, it's such a little thing, but at the end of the day, it's like, they probably wouldn't have been in that position if I didn't, you know, like express to them what, yeah. what, what it's going to take in order to fix that. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, that's what inspires me. So. Nice. That's not, uh, yeah, and that's just, you're not, in those examples, I love them because you're not just, you're not just helping out that one individual, right? Right. Like you're helping, like with me, just easy example, yep. with myself, you guys aren't just helping my energy to be better on the mats in jiu-jitsu, right? right? My energy level is up everywhere, mm -hmm. which means when my energy's up, so is my positivity. Yeah, exactly. Because right. right. you know what I mean when you don't, when you're fatigued, you've had a rough day, it's like one little, one little like nudge or comment can set you off. Yeah, for sure. Or it's like, never happens. Yeah. Right now. And yeah. so that's kind of, it's nice to be able to like be positive and then the people you hang out with, people want to be around you more. Yeah, absolutely. And they want to be lifted up by your energy yeah. and they want, and then they're around that and then they become Similar, right? The product of five people you're yeah. around, you get that energy, right? Exactly. Like you said, with working out with Tyler, people get that energy. And they're like, fuck yeah, like, whoa, fuck. All right, well, let's level up too, right? Absolutely. So we all bring ourselves up together, and that's what I really like and I appreciate, and what I'm grateful for. There you but, go. Yeah. So, like, dude, because coming back from the suit tournament, I was like, <clears throat> I beat the guy who had beaten me. Yeah, and he did, yeah, he beat me. He submitted me in the Budo yeah. in the final, but he did it at like four and a half minutes in yeah. a five minute match. Yeah. Those four minutes, he was just like running around me, yeah, like, yeah. like position, position. I was like, and then you beat him. I was like, yes, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. first match, I get him. And I was like, like two fun. minutes. Oh, I was, I didn't know it was him until <clears throat> like I saw him and I was like, oh, and then I saw his belt and it hadn't changed. And I was like, Shit. Here we go. Yeah. I was like, I just got my like more stripes. I was like, been working a lot too, but I know he's been training too. Yeah. He's here. It's in his home gym. Like this guy's from the Sioux. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's from the Sioux. Shout out to Justin. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And then like we slap hands, bump fist, and grab him. I was like, all right. Like I was like, I got this guy. Yeah, I'm playing like, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he got me positions in this uh, in this match last time that I got in last time, and I just was like, fuck, I can't get out of it. Like yeah, I was yeah. just drained. I was frustrated with it. Whereas here, I was like, okay, I got this, boom, and then first minute, 
trying to hook yeah. So I was like, yeah, dude, I was pumped. Dude, I get so pumped, man, when you guys tell me that shit. Because, I mean, Sick. I think it is, like, a, obviously, like, you know, you guys got guys like Monkey and, and Mitch teaching yeah. you, right? But I, I feel like myself and Troy playing part in it, right? 100%. And, uh, just seeing, like, you know, pictures of you guys, like, you know, podoing, like, getting a medal. Yeah. Like, fuck, dude, like, that's huge. Um, and that's where it's nice yeah. when you train athletes. Like, you're seeing that, um, you know, like, like proofs in the pudding. Right? Like, you're seeing the work that we put in the gym is... Uh, is uh you know it's benefiting you right? right like and it's what i'm offering to you is bringing you joy in your life right because mm -hmm. you're, you're that much better at your sport right yeah. and you're you're selling you're getting better at what you enjoy doing so right. that's what brings me joy to you so going back to your last question like that inspires me yeah as well like so. seeing all of us improve seeing yeah. us achieve our goals yep. gets you going yeah like, for sure right. let's go it's like man if you can make a if i can make a career out of this uh, i mean like they like said like the gym the business is going. Are you getting kicked out? Right? No. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the business is growing so quick, man. Yeah. Like we started in the basement, like I say, and now we're in this big facility now. Yeah. Um, and we're just growing, but it's like, man, like if I can make a career out of doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. You know, if I'm I'm able to support my family, you know, build the life that I want to live based off what I'm doing now, man. Fuck, I'm gonna be one happy dude. Yeah, I can imagine. You know what I'm saying? So, like you're telling all the, all your whole career, like you're all. Work life would yeah. be a testament to helping other people achieve yeah, their yeah. Is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it seems like one of the best jobs in the world. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's what everything, everyone I think should be aspiring to do yeah. is helping others yeah. achieve their goals and be more successful. And I think you, like you are doing a phenomenal job of that. Appreciate that, so, hundred percent. Fair enough. Um, do you have any stories from Ireland that kind of? Oh, when someone <laughs> asks you about your trip, yeah, and it's yeah. like the boys ask you about your trip, yeah, yeah. not like your mom. Okay, okay. yeah, so she's, she's gonna watch this, so let's sit there. Yeah, sorry, mom. So, <laughs> fuck, man, there was one. So, I wasn't actually in Ireland, I was in uh, Barcelona. So, on reading week, we got like 10 days or something. It was like seven days, but we took a couple extra days. Right, nice. So, I mean, it's only I'm gonna be in Europe with my bus buddies, probably not very often. So, yeah, it's once a lifetime. Yeah, let's make this. Uh, yeah, let's make this trip fucking awesome, man. So, uh, we flew from, this is what fucked up, man. Like, one of my flights was 12 bucks. From Ireland to Spain cost me 12 bucks. Get the so, fuck out of here. over there, man, it's so fucking cheap. What? So, anyway, so, uh, we, we just got into Spain. Uh, we went to, on this uh, city, it's called Alicante, it's just yeah. on the coast. We were there for like two days, and uh, it was a good time and stuff. I uh, didn't realize that that fucking city was like abandoned that time of year because it, it was like a tourist like resort place. Yeah. So it was like super, uh, it was like a fucking ghost town, man. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we flew over from Alicante to Barcelona. It was like a 20 minute flight. Anyway, so we're in fucking Barcelona, man. And uh, it so happened to be my buddy's birthday. Oh, so, weird coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, dude, we gotta go yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're at the Airbnb and we're fucking just, we're like looking up. <laughs> And fuck, everything's in Spanish. Fuck, so we're like trying to figure out shit. You guys do. don't speak. Yeah, one of the guys in a little bit, and like yeah. me speaking French, it had a little, like I was able to speak yeah. to some of the locals like in French and actually understood, so it was pretty cool. Um, Decent. But uh, anyway, so we're looking for like shit to do, and uh, my buddy finds this thing, it's like this, it's called like, I think it was like L Blue Lagoon yeah. Bar, and uh, it's a strip club. So we fucking were, uh, like, dude, this sounds like so much fun, man. So we're on this, uh, we find like this YouTube video. So we start YouTubing it and they make, dude, they, it's like, they put a lot of money into this video, man. It looks sick. Like they're like, 
these like gorgeous women, like they're just filming everything, yeah. and like it's just awesome, right? So, dude, this sounds great, and they had a birthday package. Just so happens it's what birthday, are they, right? So weird. So it was like a hundred euros for you and like five buddies, and they'll come pick you up. And there are how many of you guys? There? There's five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Dude. It's, it, it was all all the cards were you know playing right. themselves, right? So what? stars are aligning. Stars are aligning, man. So we fucking the service was that they'd come pick you up. Mm -hmm. They'll bring you to the club, and you get a, I think you get like two drinks or something with this package, yeah. and, and then are we still good? No? Yeah. And, uh, and then they'll they'll drive you home. That's not really sweet. You know, we don't have to get a cab and everything. We're all mm -hmm. set. So we call them up like, hey, we're interested in this package. So they they they're like, all right, there's going to be a black van that's going to come pick you up. So I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, boys, this sounds fucking sketchy, man. They're like, we're all like hammered, like, oh man, this is gonna be a good time. I'm like the only one being rational. I'm like, fuck. Were you not like drunk as much as they were? Or? I was, but I was just like, you're you're just rational. And the thing is, we had a flight at 4 a.m. the next day to oh. fly to Italy, so you guys like, weren't sleeping. Yeah, we're like, dude, no. we're, like we got to plan this out, right? So we fucking get a text. It's like we're here, so we go outside, and it's this sketchy black van. I'm like, dude, it's like, I don't think like we should do this. Was it just black van or was it like a like it was like a Mercedes black van, but it looked like tinted out windows. You couldn't see shit. The guy just rolls out his window. He's like, yeah, I get it. So I'm like, this is fucked, man. So yeah, so it goes, yeah. So we uh, so we get in the van and I'm like, whatever. We get to this this bar and we're like, fuck, man. Like we go in, we're like, hey, we bought the birthday package. This guy's like, uh, there's no such thing. I'm like, well, fuck it, you know, we just got this van picking us up. He's like, oh man, you gotta pay cover. We're like, dude, we're not paying cover, we just dropped 100 euros. The guy's like, okay, whatever, we talking about, he let us in. So we're walking down the stairs, and it's like this, it's like a cave. So we're like walking down and shit, and fucking, we get in, open the doors, it's a fucking brothel, man. Like, where you go to like, have sex with these chicks. And like they advertise it as a strip club, and dude, this is where it gets fucked. We're the only dudes in there, so like fucking twenty women just fucking come at us, and they're like fucking like trying to get our money and stuff. Like come in the back with me. You guys already shit. out a couple like a hundred euros. Yeah, I was like, we just paid a hundred. I was like, fuck, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, boys, someone give me a hundred euros. <laughs> and I'm like, so, and it's not like the Colson, like these women are fucking yeah, super good looking men. It's so Spain. It's Spain, man. It was, it was nice. So they're like fucking coming all over us. And they realize we're broke as shit. We don't have any money. So they get start getting fucking pissed. So the bouncers come up. They're like, hey, man, like, I don't think you know what this is. They don't speak very good English. So we're like trying to like, dude, we're yeah. going to a strip club. So we're like, we're sitting down. <laughs> this fucking brothel. All the girls are in one corner. And we're sitting in this other booth because we have no money. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude, someone's got to get a lap dance or some shit. So we like put all our money together, we get 60 bucks, and like, okay, $60 for a lap, or 60 euro, I'm like, that's fucking expensive, but they dance on you for like 20 minutes. So you get you four minutes each? Like, ah, fuck, man. <laughs> so we're like, and the story it gets better, man, so we're like, fuck, man, like, what are we going to do? Like, they're looking at us, they're pissed off, none yeah. of us have money. So I take out my credit card, and I was like, fuck, oh, man, dude. just get some money. So they see me taking out cash, and they just fucking swarm us. And at that point, some more guys who came into the, into the, the fucking, uh, uh, yeah, into the club or brothel. And so they're kind of like spreading out or whatever. Yeah. So we're just fucking like, we're like, man, like, I don't know what to do. They're going to be pissed, man. Like, none of us have money. Right. So long story short, we're there. And then we're like, okay, we should go back. We got to catch this flight in like two hours. So we uh, we get out. We're like, hey, like, can you call our van that we came in? 
He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, man? Like, we ordered this birthday package. And he's like, it doesn't exist. I was like, then how the fuck did this van just show up and pick us up? to pick us up. So, and you didn't pay him, eh? So. No, like, we paid at the club, and I'm like, so this whole thing's a bust. So we ended up walking home in the fucking streets of Barcelona and fucking piss raining that night, too. No. And we had to catch a fucking flight, like I said. Like, yeah. So we literally immediately, literally just, like, walked to the Airbnb, got our shit, got on the plane, went to Italy. And it's like, man, like, that shit was, like, probably one of the funniest nights I ever had, man. It was sketchy as hell. But that's insane. So we go to the strip club. Turns out it's a brothel. We have no money. They fucking hate us. It was just yeah, the shit show. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So man, there was so many fun things we did in Ireland and like in Europe, man. Like it's just I'd be here for like two hours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll have to have a uh, a Europe story off. Yeah. On yeah, like, yeah. another episode, uh, in a couple months or yeah, so. Yeah. Because man, I got because I went for six weeks and then, but. My buddy and I didn't really plan too much, so right. was, a lot of it was off the cuff, right? Yeah, a lot yeah. of it was like as cheap as we could get, and a lot of it was we weren't doing anything. But him and I are like pretty outgoing people, and it's, you yeah. know what I mean when like you're with your boys and you're like, "Fuck, like yeah. I can do anything." Yeah, and, right. You get that um, confidence going, and then you just start talking to everybody and find out what they're doing. And then you yeah. hop on their, uh, like you piggyback on their plans, yeah. and then it ends up turning into shit like that. Yeah, not to the extent where. I felt like I was going to be kidnapped yeah. in, in a brothel. Dude, I literally thought, I was like, that's how I'm going to go, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, to close in, do you have a favorite quote that you live by? Fuck, man. Or what um, do you think resonates with you? Honestly, man, like, I, I don't think I really have a quote. I think um, it's funny you brought up the Will Smith thing. Uh, I, actually, I heard that a couple weeks ago. Um, just about like building, you know, building it up, placing that brick perfectly and then over time. Cause I had a little bit of thought about it the other day. I was like, man, like why would someone want to come to me for strength conditioning? Why would they want to come to our gym? Like I'm such a, like I'm a young guy, I'm going to be 24 and it's like, you know, what's going to set me apart? And I realized that it's like I, a lot of these clients like follow Troy cause he's been doing it for 20 years. Right. And it's like, I'm sure when he started off. He wasn't like, okay, I'm going to be one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in Sudbury. Yeah. It was all the little things that he did to build him up to that, right? Because mm-hmm. when I came out of school, I was like, fuck, man, I want to make like 80 grand a year, 100 grand a year, and I want to mm-hmm. be set up right off the get-go. I want to be yeah. benefit. So I'm like, man, it doesn't, it doesn't work, work like that, man. It doesn't work like that. It's like, you know, there's a few guys that we went to high school and girls, I'm sure are doing that. They're probably making yeah. great money and stuff doing that now. But, you know, this it's very few, and I think especially in the field that I'm in, it, it's going to take a lot of little things mm-hmm. in order to build me up to where everybody in, okay. in build that reputation, build that reputation. Exactly. Okay. So I think doing the small things is going to build up. Obviously it's, it's such a, an easy concept that's, that's, you know, mis- yeah. misunderstood or overlooked, but it's the little things that you keep doing that's going to build it up. Cause I'm not the same person I was when I was, uh, in school last year, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like I'm, so, I've met so many people, man, and it shaped me to who I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even have thought. I was really thinking about that on the way here. I was like, man, like I'm doing this with you, right? Yeah. Like even just doing something like this, and I don't think. Uh, but it's all the little things that I did. Mm-hmm. Like when we started off training, I didn't think we were gonna build a relationship like that. You know, yeah. now, right? Like a right. friendship and uh, an athlete to coach yeah. relationship, right? But it's all the little steps, and you trusting me that. You know, I'm gonna 
benefit you and what you right. want, like why you're, why you're paying for the service, yeah. right? So yeah, just doing the little things is gonna build me up to where I wanna be. Right. Um, and I think I'm just scratching the surface now. Um, mm -hmm. But I think, you know, five years from now, I'm gonna look back and my life's gonna be completely different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just with how fast the company's growing and how fast we're even building a reputation, man. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm finding it's like, a lot of people are like, hey man, like my mom's friends trains with you and it's like, I'll be like, I do that shit all the time and yeah. it's like, dude, I heard like you guys, you guys are really good, mm -hmm. like inspired, like you guys are, um, I know like so-and-so that trains there and like, um, yeah, just building that rotation man. and I think going back to all the small things are going to lead up to where I want to be. So yeah, laying that brick one by one. One by one. Yeah. I like that. And that's a... I feel I'm in that exact, like similar boat, yep. different example with the podcast where yep. it's, who, Dude, it's already grown right? so Yo, much, right? like, and, that's that's what I, and that's what I've like begun to notice that it's growing and more people are coming to me going, Hey, like, yo, you have a podcast. And I'm like, Hey, I'm glad it's nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly, like, man. but you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't, you probably yeah. weren't thinking that, but it's like, it's, it was probably, right. it's probably a lot different than you could have imagined. Exactly. Yeah. And you, the thing is right to your point, you need to think that yep. you need to think that like I can go, well, no one's going to listen, but it's like, sometimes the best part is that no one might listen. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, look at you're getting like a hundred views now. You're getting yeah. more views. Each video seems like you're getting mm -hmm. more views. Right. So and like, exactly. Like, but like watch time's going up for video. Yeah. Like I have more people reaching out. Yeah. I don't have to go looking for guests as much now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like the last you and the woman I recorded with yesterday, shout out to you, Emily. Yeah. Uh, she like, she's got her startup, whatever. She's been like 30 countries now. And she, yeah. she's like giving me all this travel advice you'd love. And she, uh, she was like, she reached out and said, if you ever want anyone on talk, you as well, the same yeah. thing. I was like, fuck, this is it. This yeah, is yeah. Going, right? That's and it's, it. Yeah, and it's a lot of like really cool, like little things, but that mm -hmm. I'm doing now, it's like I'm reading more. Yeah. I'm listening more attentively to what you're saying. So yeah. when we have a conversation on my podcast a month later, mm -hmm. I can go, hey, like, yo, you remember that? Or like, I can refer that AMREP story or yeah. I can go, all right, like, cool, to make it a whole, like, to make it a successful episode. Yeah. Right? I think, uh, so. I think that like, as cliche as it is, like repetition, man. Like yeah. when you look at like, like uh, someone like Michael Jordan or something, right. rep it's just repetition, man. Right. Doing, I mean, I'll see things have to change. I mean, you don't want to, um, you know, in order to get better and yeah. whatever, maybe like things right. do change, but it's constantly doing something. It's yeah. repetition. And I notice that even with, when I'm in the gym, it's like, if I'm consistent with the program, mm -hmm. it's like, I am not the same lifter I was eight weeks ago, mm -hmm. right? If I'm consistent with that, do it and I'm putting in repetition, right? Quality repetition. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, and you hear it all the time, but it's like, you know, I doing something, getting better at it, man. It's like, it's so small. You're just getting that much better every time. Mm -hmm. It's going to lead you up to look like someone like monkey, man. Yeah. He didn't start off being the fucking savage he is now, but no, it's like that like little thing, stories, experiences he's gone through yeah. shaped him, man. Like exactly. on, on our car ride to, uh, man, that guy is a, uh, like, he's like 44, man. He's, he's 25. He's a genius. Dude. Yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. And I do not use that for like word lightly, but yeah. man, he's a fucking genius. Yeah, and he was talking about socialism and like geography the whole ride up yeah. and they're like world war history and we're bounced back. I'm like, dude, that big guy tells a story, man. He was exploding. Yeah, you gotta be prepared to sit there for an hour. Yeah. It's like, I love it. Yeah. Like, dude, I'll like class will finish at nine, I'll be there. I will leave at 10 30. Oh, okay, he's telling two of us a story about yeah. something. I'm just like, just yeah, going. I'm just like, I'm gonna listen. Everyone, some people are leaving. I'm like, no, I'm like, this story time. Like, yeah. 
keep flooding my ears with brilliance, bro. Yeah. Hey. That's one thing I realized and from just being in this environment with the yeah. troop and inspired. But we uh <laughs> oh, keep going, man. Keep flowing. With like troop inspired, like just meeting the guys like like Mitch being a professional <laughs> athlete, um just the, the mindset, man, that you have. It's yeah. so much like I've I've been in, involved in sports and I've competed at a high level in, in volleyball and yeah, uh, a decent level in powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting, but like a professional athlete is fucking insane, man. Yeah. Like some of the stuff he was telling me, but it's the little things he started off doing, um, you know, building his career when he was our age, mm-hmm. right, to where he is now. It's like, man, all those little things that he did, or he did, yeah. built him to where it's like, I uh, obviously when I started out, I'm like, fuck, man. Like I said, I wanted to be making 100 G, right? It's like, but it's not gonna fucking happen, right? Not right. the beginning, man. It's gonna take the, that 15, 20 years mm-hmm. of me grinding and building that reputation for myself and, and the company. Um, that's gonna do it. No one's just gonna come off the street and be like, "Hey, you have a bachelor of science in strength conditioning." So here's a hundred grand. Here's a hundred grand. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like no, it's like all the word of mouth from everybody. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck, man, Pat's like, he's a really good strength conditioning coach. He got my my son not or my daughter that much better at his sport yeah. or her sport, and uh, yeah, those right. little things, man. So, and that's what I like appreciate about you, and I attest to you, and I tell people, I'm not just like. I train inspires like man. I train. I got Pat, Mitch, Troy. Yeah. Like the three of them. Like their brains all working together. So you're getting around on the, the podcast. I want to eventually. Yeah. I want to eventually. Yeah, we'll see how they feel about it. And uh, yeah, go from there. But man, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I would appreciate your time and sure, everything man. you do for the gym and uh, my strength and conditioning for you. So there you go. I appreciate it, bro. Cheers, buddy. What's up, everybody? Congratulations on making this it this far. Wow, English. So. Uh, my moment is, I'd like to call it a truth moment as the big reveal. So that intro you heard at the beginning, I'll be honest, it took me in counting 27 times hitting the start and stop record before I finally got something that I tolerated enough to publish with this episode. I want to give a huge shout out so far to Pat for being an amazing guest, both while on the show and as a supporter of the podcast, I really appreciate your time. I appreciate everyone's time for getting to this point. And for fun, for my knowledge, send me a message if you made it this far. And I'll uh, I'll send you a uh, much love appreciation message in return. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day, everybody.